Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hey there, welcome to today's episode, um, which I'm calling Entering the Zone More Often. Um, but before I do that, I just want to say a very quick thank you to um, to all the people that have sent me in some messages um, around the podcast. I really appreciate it. Also, in particular, the messages to do with episode uh, 18, where I was sharing um, a talk that I did about two years ago um, around my own personal journey. And um, yeah, so... Thank you for sharing uh, your comments. I appreciate it. Um, it does make a difference. And just while I'm on it, if before, you know, if you like the podcast, before you go today, you might just consider helping me out with the reach of this. There's three things you could do. One is you could just subscribe to the podcast. That makes a difference. Two, give me a rating in terms of stars. And three, write a short review. Um, if you could do that, much appreciated. Anyway, into today's show where we're talking about the zone. And the zone, as you probably know, um, is a is a performance stage, a kind of a peak performance stage that you'll very often hear sports people talk about a lot. Um, I, I'd hear a lot of business leaders talk about it in certain ways, and I'll go into that in today's episode. Um, but it's kind of a peak performance stage. It's where you're operating almost at the top of your potential. There's a lovely feeling that comes with it. You're very much uh, in the moment responding to whatever shows up, and it's almost as if, you, you, there's no thinking involved. It's just you can almost see what's happening before it happens. This is extreme state of alertness, um, and it brings out the very best in you. So he, here's the clangor. Just to open it up with that. My belief now is that it's possible to be more and more in the flow. In fact, I believe that actually we're built to be in the flow, and um, that was not my belief. Um, up until probably about maybe five years ago, I probably like, I think most people would have thought, okay, no, the flow is something that happens on rare occasions when I'm doing something specific. So if you're talking to sports people say, well, you know, it might be, you know, in a, in a final or an extreme circumstance under pressure um, or in a business person it could be, in a, you know, in a certain maybe pitch or sales situation. Um, what you'll find though is that and there's a massive amount of research around this, which I'm going to talk about. I suppose and maybe that brings me into this, which is the first time I heard the word, uh, the phrase, the zone, or and we'll throw in the flow as well, which is um, another way of saying the same similar thing. It was a, for me, 1997, 24 years ago. That's scary to even say out loud. But I was on a program um, where it, the focus was on, on peak performance um, from a mental side and studying um, exceptional um, business people and athletes in terms of what they do and how they think. So that was 24 years ago. And at the time, the program was flagging pioneering research by the University of Chicago, which has since become, it wasn't well known then, it's since become very well known uh, because it was pioneered by a gentleman with the name Mihai, Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi. I'm probably not doing a good job of pronouncing his name, but <laughs> originally a German man 
and uh, pioneered this research uh, around what has become known the psychology of flow. And um, I suppose one of the key phrases in all of that research, which uh, I subsequently came across after the program, because I, I kind of read a lot of the research, read the books by, by that professor, um, was that the flow is a state characterized by a low level of thought. And that's an important point, a low level of thought. And I was chatting with um, some people in a company that I've been doing some work with over the last couple of months. I was running a program that I have called the Inner Champions. And one of the people uh, in that company um, is also uh, an All-Ireland all willing hurler. You know, so if you're not Irish, hurling is our national sport. It's uh, quite unique. You can check it out on YouTube. Put in GAA hurling and you'll get a shock. We got sticks and helmets and a small ball, but it's a very exciting sport. And I'm originally from Kilkenny, which is, you know, one of the, the primary winners or leaders in, in that sport over the last whatever, I don't know how many years it's going, 100 years, maybe more. Um, but he, he was talking about an experience he had been in the flow, in the zone, in a final in which they won. And if you've ever spoken to somebody who has had an extreme version of the zone, it's very hard for them to put that into words because it's very much a feeling and it's unique. Now, I've, I've had my own experiences of the flow, which have been of different depths. Um, but as he was talking, I was reminding myself of one particular experience I had where I was just nothing to do with sport, but I was just in a program. And I went into this extreme state of the zone where just I had this heightened sense of awareness. But anyway, as, as he was talking it out and, we're, and the group was listening, afterwards, one of the people there said, well, look, yeah, but it's not possible to be in the flow all the time, is it? And it was a very sincere question. And then I realized actually that I, I realized I hadn't articulated that actually, yeah, well, actually, I believe it is possible to be in the flow more often than not. That's my experience over the last few years. Um, and I've also worked with um, sports people. You know, most of my work is with business people, as I've said before, but I've worked with people who've been champions in terms of Gaelic football, uh, hurling, golf um, at, a, at a good level, and then also tennis champions. So it's not something that I advertise necessarily that much, but it very often it comes about from my work with business people who will say, listen, can you talk to my my brother, my friend, my colleague, my son, my daughter, um, and often I'll, I'll give a little bit of help. So, but what you'll always find is that there's one common denominator when they're not in the zone, and that is too much thinking, too much analysis overthinking and i was talking to an entrepreneur recently um and i was chatting about the zone and he was saying oh yeah yeah, you know I, I can go into the zone quite handily when i'm coding so he's a tech guy very smart very clever has multiple businesses um, and he said well yeah I, I can go to the zone quite handily when i'm coding but the problem was that he was the complete opposite in every other aspect of his business and his life and that was reflected in the way that his business was and the way that his life was, but he didn't make that connection. Um, so as far as he's concerned, which is like most people actually is, it's when I'm doing something specific that I go into the zone. So for example, for me, um, easy activities to go into the zone for me are actually, if I'm working with a group, I find that electrifying. It, it brings me into the moment. I love being on the edge of what's gonna happen. And I'm very responsive. I just It just brings me into the present moment. I'm not overthinking, I'm very much improvising in the moment and i absolutely love it because it's like electricity flowing through my body and even doing something like this podcast actually for me is 
it's kind of a I hadn't realized it if I'd known the way the podcasting for me was going to feel forgetting about whether I'm any good at it or not but <laughs> it just feels like the flow activity for me so I really enjoy it actually what's funny being honest is yesterday I sat down to record this episode and uh it just wasn't coming out right it was the very first time in all the episodes that I was recording I was thinking no no this isn't right it's not working so I stopped the episode and just said no it's not working today I'm going to walk away and it was only reflecting on it yesterday I was thinking the reason was because I was overthinking it um so hopefully today I'm not overthinking thinking it too much and hopefully you're you're still with me on this but anyway so what is the zone right I mean as I said to you most people will will have had an experience of the zone um but for me I'm sorry if you're looking at the research again I always come back to that phrase from the University of Chicago and these guys are the pioneers in flow psychology or, or even the zone research is it's characterized, it's a state characterized by a low level of thought. It's an optimal state where you're in almost a peak performance area where you're responding to what is showing up in real time without thinking about it. You're just very much um, in this flow. And I suppose with that flow, there is a kind of a free flow thinking where something else can kick in. Very often ideas can come in or even um, an action can come in that you never did before. It's just very much a creative, generative mode and the opposite of it is where you may be in uh kind of almost like thinking mode where you're you're kind of trying to preempt or think through or very self-conscious it just it doesn't work and thinking too much knocks you out of the zone it's so so i think the key point i'm trying to get across today is that most people will associate an activity something that they're doing with going into the zone and what i'm saying is yes that's fine and that's great to do but it's actually the possibility is much bigger than that. And there's a real massive opportunity here for us all. And it's funny, over the last year with the pandemic, I've had quite a few conversations with uh, clients who've said, God, you know, I've just been in such a great place while this is going on, even though there's all sorts of challenges. And what you'll find is that most of them will say, no, I'm great in a crisis. And you have to ask yourself, why? Like, I know myself that I'm great in a crisis. My wife, Judy, will always say to me, yeah, no, Shane's great in a crisis. <laughs> yeah, hopefully she doesn't create crisis on purpose just to do that. But maybe, of course, knowing Judy, she probably might. But you have to ask yourself, why would you be great in a crisis? My answer is this. It's because you're not overthinking anything. You're just going to action mode. And with that comes a nice feeling. So I remember one client before Christmas said to me, is it wrong that I feel so good with what's going on in the middle of such a crisis? It was the state he was referring to, the state of the flow. And I could see it in him. He was alive. He was bright. The energy was coming out of him. Um, and as a result, he was he was much more innovative than normal. He was, His thinking was sharper. And he was getting a buzz. So, you know, if... Let, let's think about it this way. What if the zone was your natural state and not some rare experience that just happens every now and again? Because that's where I'm at with it. I, I believe now that your my working premise is that the zone is your natural state and that we're actually engineered and built to operate in in real time you know so if you can fully show up and then respond to what's showing up that's going to bring you more and more into the zone the trick is to realize the impact that thought is having in knocking you out of it so the more attention you give to your thought actually the more inclined you're to be out of the zone 
So anywhere where you can just show up and respond to what's showing up in real time, in the moment, um, I'm going to say to you that you're more inclined to find yourself in the zone. So, you know, yes, it's great to have activities. Think about activities that bring into the zone. Like say, for example, for me, it could be going to the gym or it could be going for um, a walk by the sea or it could even be playing guitar or chatting with a friend. There's, there's simple activities like that. And then there's other ones that might bring me more into a deeper sense of the flow because it is like a continuum. And I'm sure you're the same. You know, for me, as I said, like it could be dealing with a group or in a conversation with a client, I find as well. It's a great way to bring me right into the zone. I've had some of my best personal experiences in a conversation with a client and they wouldn't even necessarily know it. Um, I just really enjoy um, talking to people, helping them to bring out the best in themselves. I just find that electrifying, but that mightn't do it for somebody else. But again, you can associate that with an activity, which is what I used to do. But more and more now, I realize, oh, uh, the flow, the zone is a state, as the originators of the research have said, it's a state characterized by a low level of thought. So here's the challenge for the week ahead. Um, what do you need to change this week to just maybe show up and then just allow yourself to respond to whatever shows up, not to overthink? What do you need to change? What could you do? Because the zone and the flow, I believe, genuinely, is our natural state. We just perhaps need to unlearn the way that we've been working and living and thinking and maybe realizing the impact that overthinking has on that natural state. I mean, could you imagine if you spent more of your life in the flow, if more of your team were in the flow? What I'm seeing more and more is that it brings out this extra level of creativity, of resilience, and of high performance. And that is what surely we're all looking for right now more and more. So surely it's worth even to stop and ask the question or at least consider the possibility. Anyway, again, before you go, if you could do three things, write a review, leave a star rating, and also subscribe. It'll really help um, the rating of the podcast. And uh, let me know um, how, the, how the podcast are impacting for you or not. Or if you have any questions, please send them in um, on the comments, wherever platform you're on, or else email support at shanecraddock.com with one D. All right. Food for thought. Bye-bye.